This is episode 92 of Teacher Approved. You're listening to Teacher Approved, the podcast helping educators elevate what matters and simplify the rest. I'm Heidi. And I'm Emily. We're the creators behind Second Story Window, where we give research-based and teacher-approved strategies that make teaching less stressful and more effective. You can check out the show notes and resources from each episode at secondstorywindow.net. We're so glad you're tuning in today. Let's get to the show. Hey there, thanks for joining us today for Teacher Approved Tips, a special series from the Teacher Approved Podcast. Every Thursday, we're bringing you a weekly bonus episode highlighting new and favorite teacher-approved tips from us and other amazing educators. Our first tip is teach your students games to play at recess. Get us started with this tip, Heidi. My pleasure. So is there anything worse than having to spend your precious recess time dealing with the issues that arise on the playground with your students? Or policing a disagreement when they come back inside. I hate it so much. No, it is definitely the worst. And one of the best ways to combat that issue is by proactively teaching your students recess games at the start of the year. Now, what are the benefits of doing this? Well, one of the reasons that this tip is so helpful is that it combats naughtiness from kids who just don't know what to do at recess so they get bored. Mm -hmm. Having a bank of recess activities they are familiar with will help them to choose something constructive to do at recess. And it also heads off another big issue, which is students bickering about how a game should be played at recess. Everyone can be coming to the game with their own ideas of how it should be played. But if you teach them the recess games at the beginning of the year, then everybody is on the same page about the rules. So early on in the school year, dedicate some time to teaching your students recess games. I tried to take my class out at a different time for recess so that we could just do it with our own class and I could make sure I had their full attention. Or another idea is to get your whole team involved. Each teacher could choose one to two games that they're going to teach, and then you can have the students rotate through at recess times for a week until everyone knows all the rules. Having a shared understanding of what the rules of the playground games are, not just for your class, but potentially the whole grade, is a total game changer. And actually, I was lucky because my whole school participated in this. Each grade level chose a set number of activities to teach their students. We started with the basic activities in the lower grades, like, you know, jump rope rhymes, and built up to the actual sports rules in the older grades. That way, all of the kids had plenty of activities to choose from. So. Every year, the students were learning new games for recess, and then the next year, they'd learn some new ones. Is that is that what you mean? Yes, absolutely. So it was just always kind of building on itself. I love that. That's so clever. And all of the grade levels combined their rules into a binder that we kept in the library. So we had kind of like a school rule book that we could reference if we ever that needed is to. so smart. Even if your whole school or just your team isn't on board with this and, and it's just you, it's still a worthwhile endeavor for your own class. It's much like dedicating time at the beginning of the year to teaching procedures to save you tons of time in the long run. When you spend the time up front to teach these recess expectations and get everyone on the same page with activity ideas and rules, you are eliminating most of the future recess problems that can eat up your time and energy. So do you have any suggestions for recess games to teach your students at the beginning of the year? We would love to get a bank of fun ideas to share. 
So please come share your thoughts over in the Teacher Approved Facebook group. Hey there, teacher friend. Do you have a question or concern that could use a teacher-approved solution? We'd love to help you out by answering your question here on the podcast. You can submit your questions to hello at secondstorywindow.net and put podcast question in your subject line. Can't wait to hear what's on your mind. Our second teacher-approved tip today comes from Michelle from Stepping Into Special Education. Hey, educator. I am so excited to be here on the Teacher Approved Podcast. I was thrilled when Heidi and Emily asked me to come on and share a teacher approved tip for you. But before I begin, I'm sure you'd like to know, who am I? (laughs) Hey, my name is Michelle Vasquez, and I am the host of the podcast, Stepping Into Special Education, where I help special education teachers with strategies and support. I am currently a special education teacher starting my 15th year this year. I have been both in the special day self-contained classroom, teaching students in a combination of grades kinder all the way to fifth grade for 10 years before I finally transitioned into my current position of a resource specialist teacher where I service students in the general ed classes with IEPs in grades TK, transitional kindergarten, all the way to sixth grade. So with all educators, including myself, we are always expressing that we never have enough, what? Time. We never have enough time. No matter what we do, we never have enough of it. I get it. I'm a mommy to two active boys, wife, teacher with multiple hats at school, and I'm also a podcaster. There is always not enough time for all the things we have to do with our duties at work, like lesson planning, meetings, student behavior, but most of all, our own personal time with family and friends. So if you do not have time, you need to do this one thing, all right? This one thing, and this one thing is, drum roll please, eliminate. The book Essentialism, The Disciplined Pursuit of Less by Craig McCohen is one of the best books I've ever read. It helped change my mindset about how I think about my time at home and work. I am still a work in progress, but this is a great book to get you started in a mindset change first. The main gist of the book is being all things to all people versus doing less but better. As teachers, we need to stop thinking that we need to have that Pinterest perfect classroom and constantly judging ourselves with what we are not doing in our classrooms. We need to focus on what is the most essential and eliminate what is not. Looking at our classroom environment, what are essential posters and decor that need to be put up on our classroom walls and then eliminate the unnecessary? What are the essential tools that our students actually need to understand these learning concepts and then eliminate the time and money with getting supplies that they don't need? With extracurricular duties you have after school, is it really bringing joy to your life like Marie Kondo? Or do you need to not volunteer and eliminate extra roles this year to make more room for things and time that do matter most to you at home, for instance, like taking your kids to their extracurricular activities or attend their baseball game? 
Wherever you say yes to something, you are saying no to something else. Just like how we declutter our classroom at home, we need to declutter our calendar. So for your teacher life and personal life, eliminate the unnecessary. If you'd like to hear more, go and check out my podcast, Stepping Into Special Education, and listen to episode number 47 entitled, Don't Have Time as a Sped Teacher? Do This One Thing Instead. It was awesome to spend a little time with you, friend. Go ahead and follow my podcast and you can join me and other educators in my free private Facebook group at www.facebook.com backslash groups backslash stepping into special ed. Take care and have a fantastic rest of your week. Thank you, Michelle, for that absolutely perfect tip for our podcast. We're huge fans of Greg McCune and his book, Essentialism, and also his second book, Effortless, is also excellent. Doing less better is exactly what we strive to help teachers do, and Michelle is a great resource to help with that. And I think it's so helpful to remember that when you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. It really helps put into perspective what you're really doing when you commit to something or you choose to spend your time in a certain way. Be sure to check out Michelle's podcast, Stepping Into Special Education, and we'll link to her social media and website in our show notes. That's it for today's episode. Teach your students games to play at recess, and remember Michelle's teacher-approved tip to eliminate what is not essential in your teacher life. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Teacher Approved. I'm Heidi. And I'm Emily. Thank you for listening. Be sure to follow or subscribe in your podcast app so that you never miss an episode. You can connect with us and other teachers in the Teacher Approved Facebook group. We'll see you here next week. Bye for now. Bye.